All right. Start proppers. The kids learned a lot. Welcome back. It's another episode of the Awful Service Podcast. This is the podcast that welcomes you to pull up and drive through. Yeah, it's that, it's that kind of podcast. It's me, your host, Matt Doimo, with Nathan Smizrude. Coming in hot between two chicks, we've got... Oh, it's me, the dog whisperer himself, the dog yellower himself, Joe Cocazello. <laughs> There's no whispering in your house. I've right? never whispered to a dog in my life. <laughs> You're a good dog. You're a very good dog. The old dog yellower. The old does that mean we get to shoot you in the end? Is that how that works? <laughs> it's like a little kid crying. No, I'll do it, Mom. It was my yellower. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go shoot the Italian in the backyard. <laughs> it's it's like, but it ends. It starts like that, but it ends like Joe Pesci and Goodfellas, where I think I'm getting made. Yeah. <laughs> so, gun wow. just comes around the corner from behind the door jam. <laughs> Why does someone keep we, telling we go Joe into to the barn the and it's just covered in plastic wrap? <laughs> Your near, nice suit. It might get made suit. Yeah. <laughs> you just think it's communion. <laughs> oh. And we could talk about Italian stereotypes and how Joe's going to eventually uh, meet his end. But no, this is the Awful Service Podcast. We've got a great guest today on the podcast. We've got Boima Freeman, everybody. Give it up for Boima. Thanks. Uh... Welcome. Boima, welcome, bro. How, how do you think Joe's going to die? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Are you trying to do new segments on the podcast? Are we going to have a stinger? How's Joe going to die? How's Joe going to die? It's probably going to be boring. No. He's going to die in a boring way. The worst. He's probably going to die on a porch just sitting there by himself. With the sun <laughs> oh, shit, bro. It's beautiful and boring. <laughs> I don't want to die boring. I, <laughs> the I one wanna... boring thing that's ever happened to Joe. The, the lady on the, <laughs> I, I die like the lady on the life alert commercial. Like in the, sh- I fell in the shower or down a flight of stairs. Nah, that would still be way that, too interesting. That's still dramatic. Because <laughs> I'm like, what were you thinking as you laid there for 24 hours? <laughs> he's just gonna, I would have tried gonna... to write a script. I was like, if that guy could cut his eat his hand off and fucking write a movie and get a movie deal, you got this right. You think James Franco will play me laying at the bottom of the stairs for two days? <laughs> <laughs> actually i want to see that movie more than anything <laughs> it's the most low budget movie it's just all done on the staircase yeah, one location one shot and it's a tra- james frank yeah one one shot one location and it's a james franco movie so it's three hours long yeah. mm-hmm. it still costs 10 million dollars to make somehow yeah. <laughs> 9.9 of that went into your pocket <laughs> Joe, how'd you buy that really big boat? Funny story. How do you feel? Boyma said Franco. I was going to die on a porch by myself. <laughs> it's so uh, James Franco laid at the bottom of the stairs for three hours. <laughs> oh, that was yours. Now piece? I have yeah. a boat. <laughs> that was mine. You oh. know, this is 
yeah, that, that would be the uh, the way that Joe doesn't want to go out is he just closed his eyes and they never put open back up. Oh, oh, that would be such a sad way to go. I want to fall out of a plane. <laughs> in the middle of in the middle of some like mini golf complex in Wisconsin, all of a sudden Joe just splats in the middle of it. It's the way we all expected. I right in the actually, hole. I, my mind went to he got impaled on the mini Eiffel Tower. Ooh, that's a way to go. You're gonna cause you're gonna haunt some kids with that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not gonna make that shot. Yeah, that kid's gonna have a fucking therapist every the, day until he's fucking thirty. It's the one where you have to put it into the clown's mouth, and the clown just starts talking all of a sudden. Oh, it's haunted by the ghost of Joe Cocazello. Oh, you missed that kid. shot, you fucking moron. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> you bum. He's a bum. You raise bums. I would be a great how... ghost. I would haunt the shit out of people. <laughs> I'd be the best ghost. I would be the best ghost. So what's going on in here? <laughs> it's like, I'd like move stuff around. It's like, uh, yeah. Did the ghost just move around all the living room furniture into the shape of a dick and balls? He's doing bits again. That's he's just doing, yeah, he's, our ghost. Yeah, we have a ghost. It kind of puts it rearranges stuff in the shape of genitals. <laughs> And we could talk about how Joe Cocazello is going to uh, scar the youth of tomorrow all episode. <laughs> With In my fact, death. We probably will. But this is the Awful Service Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about different uh, customer service jobs and the stories there within. The very first segment on the podcast is one that we lovingly refer to as the resume. Show us your resume. Why should we hire you? Have you ever had a job right to open fire you? Tell us all about yourself and your place of business. Talk about your former job's filthy, shady politics. Show us your resume. All right, uh, Boima, the resume section is where you get to talk about your jobs. You don't have to list them all off. Okay. Again, we're just looking for like the stories and the uh, the interesting bits. So uh, whenever you want to talk and whatever you want to say. When you say start off with your resume, you're trying to say. I mean, you trying to. You want me to start from from my like what, from when I started working up until now, or doesn't matter. Uh, what is whatever the ones you want to say. Whatever ones you okay. want. I am curious, boy, but what was your first uh, job? My first job was working at McDonald's in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Um, I think I was about sixteen or so. A lot of job. people started at the Mick. That's yeah, a lot of a lot first. Of We've had a lot of first jobs. Yeah, it's fast food is always the first. That's how you uh, teenagers are. They're fucking up shit. I was one of those that was dropping burgers and picking it back up and putting it. <laughs> I don't do fast food. It's like you never know who's back there. But yeah, so it was McDonald's. Then from there, I quit. And then I became a um, a landscaper at 17. And that didn't work. I quit. And then I decided, you know what? I'm going to stick to basketball. So I played basketball for a while. Then I quit. Then I graduated <laughs> high school. <laughs> and then I went and became a drug dealer. That's not on my resume. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine if you could put drug dealer on your resume. Like, hey, it was like, clients. that was the best thing. I was the best at that. I was organized. Yeah. I had yeah. a system. I had, I was good at QuickBooks. I did make a lot of, um, actually, my customers, I, I had a lot of uh, uh, compliments on my customers, actually. 
I did. That was probably the first drug dealer. Can I have Yelp for fucking your drug dealer? I would love Yelp for my drug dealer. You made a new position. Great conversation. Your former customers as references. Right. Hey, I was so good that a a crackhead once told me. He said, "Yeah, man, it's like if I'll snitch on everybody else, but I won't snitch on you. I like the way you treat us." Wow, that's a ringing endorsement. <laughs> I'll snitch on anybody. I'm a professional right. snitch. I will rat right. on anyone. Except for you. Except for you, bro. Right. Like, right. Like, I snitched on my mother. Yeah, but uh, I'm just laughing at the idea of like, it says on your resume when you were a director, you were employee of the month several times. Several times. <laughs> It was a great structure. I say, uh, you know, I uh, I was efficient. Um, I'm a pe- quick learner. <laughs> <laughs> See, Surreal. these are all things that would go into yeah. an office job yeah. where you're just like, yeah, I think on my feet. I'm good around people. And, I motivated and- my team. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think that you'd be a good manager at this half price books, Boima? Well, right. <laughs> what situ- tell us about a situation you had to motivate your right, team. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. I remember this one time, right? This you one know, time. Were like, oh, this shit, had this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we had the fucking fire in the neighborhood. Everybody else was selling shit. Yeah, yeah, everybody else was selling bullshit. And when the drought came, you know, <laughs> Blood of the streets. You know, they they weren't motivated, so I showed them. I sat them all down and, and showed them Glen Gary, Glen Ross, and boy, closers they just get selling. cocaine. Closers <laughs> get. How have you motivated someone to, uh, you know, <laughs> to be good at their job? <laughs> I love I love those job interviews. Tell us about a time, uh, boy, I. <laughs> Yeah, I I hate those. Then you got to sit there and make up shit. Yeah. <laughs> now you should just tell old drug dealer stories. I had this like, tell us about a time you had a a tough situation at work and you had to mitigate. Well, you have to oh. handle a difficult customer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, this guy he was all mapped out and he right? had a gun. Yeah, we came up in there and I knew the gun was wanna... real. You know, <laughs> I had to maintain my cool. <laughs> I, I, I fucking beat the shit out of this. I de-escalated the situation. <laughs> you got to turn it into corporate speak. I de-escalated the situation quickly. I used non-lethal force. I'm great with economics. I'm great. I once took a purchase. Uh, the guy brought in uh, four VCRs, a DVD player, and you know what? We made it work. We made it, we did it. work. You got a twomp twomp. <laughs> Yes. Look, I got some pure shit and I stepped on it so hard and I fucking I made so much you money. Profit, right? I this, and I can do roof. this for you guys. I can do this for Comcast. I can do this. I can see myself doing this for Xfinity. The shareholders were so happy. No, so then also after that, I ended up moving here because things got uh my company was like, I needed to downsize the company and, and uh, have a sell-off of all my stocks. Due <laughs> 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 to the fact that another company was playing in a hostile takeover. Yeah, hostile takeover. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a very hostile takeover. 
Imagine if companies did that. <laughs> They're just out in the parking lot. They're all just have a good night, Gary. Oh, you too, Steve. Like it's just like, yeah. Oh shit! Oh shit! Boeing's rolling up on us. <laughs> Google's coming in heavy. <laughs> Ask Jeeves is trying to make a comeback for the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> I moved here and then. uh Started and then went to school for um, IT stuff, and then I decided to stay. And then uh, since then, I've done maybe about I've done my time in customer service. And I think everyone (laughs) was that part time? time. Was that that three to five? uh, Yo, it's more than that. Are we actually talking about customer service now? Are we still on the end? My wires are getting crossed at the moment. Yeah, I'm, I'm all yeah, my time. <laughs> you, you, yeah. you did your time in customer service. You got yeah. out good behavior. I got out. I, I got out with a clean slate. I, I got my record expunged. <laughs> 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 but yeah, but three to five hard hamburgers. I think every everyone who uh, everyone who who's getting married should get forced to do six months of hard time in customer service over the phones. Oh yeah. You learn a lot. You learn to apologize when it's not your fault because the customer could call and give you wrong information. You still have to apologize. Oh, I apologize. I wasn't able to find your account number because you're a fucking idiot and gave me the wrong number. <laughs> but do you mind giving me that again, please? And thank you. Is there I really do else wish I that there today? was a company that had the, that, like Dick's, like Dick's yes. morning, right? Yes. Like Dick. Well, you call and get cheated like an asshole over the phone. Yes. And it's part of the experience. They just put you on hold. What about that? Actually, sir, can I put you on hold? Whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. Hey, why the fuck are you calling, man? You know you overdrive, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, <my> ah! <laughs> was $250. That's why we turned your shit off. God damn, what was you doing, son? <laughs> well, you Did your mom teach like- you how to pay bills? Like, just right. really shit on him. Just. I, I, motherfucker. Hey. <laughs> your, your call is not important to us. <laughs> <laughs> you get me? You think they're just cussing out custom? Who make money? All you bitches just. <laughs> your call is not important to us. We will get the call time is whatever yeah, the fuck right. we want to get to you. Like it's yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's my story. That's so- all the jobs you had. <laughs> no, I oh oh no, you mean this? Uh, I worked for Comcast, US, uh, uh, a lot of uh, a bank, a reputable bank. Um, I used to um, do, uh, ooh, I used to do, uh, I was a, uh, uh, an assistant property manager at a property downtown St. Paul, which had 50, it was an expensive apartment because I used to live in it. But then I realized that it was kind of sketchy because some people that I drove, every time I drove, they would be at the same place. So I went to the girl and I asked them, like, yo, is this a low income as well? And she said, yeah, um, 50 of the units uh, are for, you know, Section 8 individuals. And I'm like, yo, I'm paying fucking $1,500 a month and these paying, what, $50? Like, this is, and we're all enjoying the same amenities, you know, they can go to the pool. But I'm like, life isn't fair, but if they need it, hey, whatever. So then I became a manager at that property after I moved. And I got to see how it works, how they qualify for it. One time I went, <laughs> one time I went to uh, check on a, a, a guy that lived there. And I swear this dude was a pimp. 
Section <laughs> uh, 8 pimp? He tried to pay with a couple of bitches. He's like, baby, I ain't got my rent today, but uh, she'll suck your dick. I'm like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't pay five dollars, man. I'll get you. I'll pay your rent for you, shit. So, uh, so I go to his apartment, and he's trying to kick these chicks out who don't want to leave. So he got on his full pin suit, and he's like, saying, I pays the cost to be the boss. I'm like, actually, you really don't pay anything the government actually does. But uh, anyway, that has nothing to do with this. <laughs> so he's trying to get us to get the security individuals to kick these women out of his apartment. And it was just like one of the craziest things ever. Security <laughs> had to come in and get right, some hoes out. What kind of people are you? Huh? You can't handle your own You can't handle your hoes, man. Come no, on. That's, no, that's a section that's 8 the, pimp. That's, that's, that's what a section is. Yeah, he uses the government to come and kick the hoes out. I need a sister's. That sounds like the weirdest fiber uh, uh, a job that you can find. You know, the task task is a task rabbit. Is that the one? Hi, uh, Fiverr. Yeah, Fiverr task I'm rabbit. A- uh, looking to get bitches out of an apartment. Uh, How do you get? Uh, I need somebody. I need the. I, I need the government to come and help me slap these hoes. Section eight pimp. Section eight pimp accepts food stamps. He's so lazy. He's so lazy. <laughs> You can't even drive to check on his bitches. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get my call back as soon as I uh, yeah, I gotta pay like 17 more tickets. He and- takes the bus to check on all his hoes. Yeah. <laughs> all right, girl, you get off this stop. This is this is your stop now. I'll come pick you uh, yeah. up later. Yeah, so uh but then you can't kick those you can't kick them out neither. So it's like I mean I think the this, the company actually did it for tax purposes. So then I did that. Then I had I was selling uh I've sold insurance before, like death insurance. And it's the worst thing. It's just like basically telling people, yeah, yo, put this money here, but you're not gonna get the chance to spend it. You're worthless. <laughs> beneficiaries if they are who are spending the money so uh come on fork up two hundred dollars a month so that they can have a million dollar when you leave <laughs> quit being selfish wow wow but what is it what's the catch though there's no catch the catch is you're gonna die you, you the, the policy goes into effect when you die it's like buying a gift for someone that they don't know. You can't tell people that they have that type of gift, though, because if you tell me you have a million dollars, you're probably going to be wondering, like, when am I going to really kill you? Yeah, they're just <laughs> waiting for you to die. They're, like, giving you, they're giving you bony fish or not deboning fish. They're, right. like leaving, they're leaving spills out. <laughs> they're inviting you to rough neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah. They're giving you addresses to places that don't exist, parties that are in the wrong spot. Right. Like, they're, hiring, trying... they're hiring you to help get some bitches out of some Section 8 housing. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's very, that's very, uh, that's very, uh, that's very dangerous. You know what's funny? I actually saw a commercial for a life insurance company. So it's this guy, they, his family called him upstairs. He goes upstairs. It's like a fake alligator in the bed when he lifts it up and he starts <laughs> to fight the alligator. And and then they're like, life insurance policy that is so good, they'll want you dead. Wow. I mean, clever marketing, but I can't believe someone actually thought about this shit and it was on TV. I, I, I'm, I'm surprised that that made it up the corporate ladder to get all the it yeses did. to get approved. All the yes, they were like, you know what? This is the truth of life insurance. So let's just put it out there. Because I, I feel like I saw that commercial too and was a little blown away by like, wow, I can't believe this got put out. But I could see how it could have got the the ball got rolling where they were mm-hmm. like, this guy wrote all these ideas for a commercial and they were like, nah, 
Pass. Not that one. Nah. Not that one. Nah. nah. And, and he just shit. ran out of shit. He has a, a page of crossed out shit, of crossed out genius fucking shit that he spent the last month working on. And they're like, what else you got? And he's like, I don't know. Like just like an alligator in his bed. I don't think like, I don't think y'all white put it there. I don't think y'all gonna like this one though. Yeah, <laughs> listen, you don't want this. Oh, like, well, e- I don't know. That could play. Like it's it's, it's either yeah, that or it's they're the trying commercial. to kill him with the alligator in his bed. It's either that or it's the commercial where James Franco's at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah, for three hours. <laughs> but the, it's a three-hour commercial, a so we three can't sell that anywhere. <laughs> like, it's, you try to run it during the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, it costs seventy-seven million dollars. The, the, no, the game doesn't even. The game doesn't even play. <laughs> the game's like commercials in between this movie commercial. Right. <laughs> Come on, Elon. We know you're listening, Elon Musk. We know you're listening. Yeah, pull happen. the trigger on that one. I the next the- one's a horse head in the bed, and this is a message from your life insurance company. <laughs> Pay your premiums. <laughs> You're what be was swimming with the fishes someday? Might as well meet your family somebody <laughs> to go play in the pond. I'm like, what? So, I tried to be a gigolo, but I was handing out free samples and uh, <laughs> just a bitch, bunch of bitches at Costco. <laughs> your like, business model wasn't good. You were you needed to play. You going? needed to get that. Hey, where's the money on this bed stand? Oh, sorry, I'm an ass. Costco gigolo services where you just got to take the little piece of cardboard off the kiosk and bring it up to the registers yeah, and and he, too, the gigolo right? just comes out of the back but the lady at the front needs to scan that, that receipt yeah. <laughs> uh, it looks like you have an extra gigolo in your cart <laughs> right. oh did they only ring up one gigolo yeah, did they not, did they not get the gigolo that, that you have at the bottom part of the cart on the bottom oh, they didn't there? see that one I didn't even notice. I thought there was a gigolo sale today. You buying in bulk? <laughs> Spend it with Bogo, your friends. Bogo gigolo? Yeah, I keep them. There's a pantry in my basement that I keep the extra ones. You know, if you have a deep freezer, the the, the yeah, they stay perfect. forever. Buy they last forever. You just got to make sure to to seal wrap them. Right. <laughs> they got their gigolo saver bags. Suck all the air out. You want a box? Keep them fresh and hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you put in a food saver bag, you put it in your freezer in the basement, it stays hard for like six months. The gigolos last long. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't worry about that expiration date. They got a couple extra years on top of that. That's a that's just that they just get you so you just buy new gigolos. They're just trying to get you to buy the new what the hell? What do you do when it expires? You just throw it out the fucking window. <laughs> now, when a, when a gigolo expires, there's a little shrinkage, but it's still good. Still, you can still eat it. Yeah, <laughs> so you can still use it. You just got to cut around the bad parts. <laughs> <laughs> so you're Costco gigolo. But, so Kirk, going back, Kirkland go... brand gigolo. <laughs> Kirkland brand gigolos. Actually, uh, I prefer Sam's choice. Uh, I know, right? What about uh, what is what is Target? Uh, fresh Market. Yeah, Fresh Market. Good in something. Good in plenty. Oh no, that's yeah, the good in gather. Good in gather. Good in gather. Like each brand's got its own gigolo, but like it's right. some are right. the generic gigolos. No, don't taste good. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Go to Cub and get the food saver gigolo. Yeah, that that Walmart Fresh Choice gigolo is fucking. You don't want that. That's a, that's that. a nasty ass gigolo. 
Hey, but you can take them back and get anything else, though. You can take them back for store credit, even if you didn't get them from there. <laughs> I'd like to return uh, these gigolos. I'm going to wait for First Friday to buy mine. <laughs> Do you have I mean, Black Friday? What seems to be wrong with your gigolo? Black Friday why are, gigolos. Why are you returning? Why are you Black returning Friday your gigolos? gigolos. You got to get a warranty. <laughs> Just people trampling each other to get their hands yeah, yeah. on some- Fight <laughs> over. <laughs> trampling I got, I got ran over to get this. <laughs> well, I for one am The wife and the daughter and the daughter-in-law all get up from the Thanksgiving table early so they can drive over to a fucking Sneak off. stand in line. To stand in line. <laughs> Wait till the door open. At Talk about which gigolo they're gonna Talk get. Talk about a, a whore buster. That's <laughs> <laughs> we have a winner. There you go. Wow, someone beat me to the punch. Uh, <laughs> a whore buster. I love it. So let's go back a little bit to some of those jobs you talked about. You said you worked for McDonald's as your first gig. You quit the job because you're you're sick of throwing burgers on the floor and making the. Right. What was some of the gross shit that you had to deal with? We don't talk about the gross stuff as much. You say like you're dropping food. Like what else did you I see behind the scenes? I went against, oh, behind the scenes. Oh man, it was crazy. Like uh, the people that work there. Shit, that's not the uh, like just just how you would think. Just the growth, it was like the meat, the meat is like in the back. So it's like frozen in this big freezer. And it's like, there's nothing fresh about it, yeah. right? The not using gloves in the back to like make the two all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, the <laughs> grease, the grease uh, tray, like just being full. Like I used to take pride in cleaning up the spot, you know, I'm like, cause I'm like, if, if I'm feeding this to other people. Besides dropping a burger on the ground and putting it on the Richmond call. I just thought it was funny to do that. That was like one time that I did it. But I'm like, <laughs> so my body got me like that too. You know, I'm like, man, why is this Chick-fil-A extra chicken? Is it somebody extra it crispy? Right, somebody, somebody hmm. shoved it in their ass before they put it on the burn. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing these days. But yeah, I think just the whole like rats and stuff in the back, like maybe like bugs or whatever. But um. The good thing is the McDonald's that I was at was fairly new in the neighborhood. So it was like a new building. So it wasn't like anything old and decrepit or anything like that. But that's what I would say, just the cleaning process of it. Like the um, the food itself was like the burgers. That's the nastiest thing to me. That's, that dude, just, I really think that that's the future of restaurants, Boima, is where you have a kitchen and the whole wall in between the restaurant and the kitchen is fucking glass. So you can just I see how pristine. I want to see everything. Yeah. Yeah. I want to watch you. Is that mine? I want to watch you. I'm, I'm never like taking boy, my eyes off of that boy, right yeah, there. Yeah. I'll pay uh freaking uh I'll pay for your OnlyFans so I can watch you make my food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got a fucking TikTok. I, uh, yeah, no, for me. There's a fucking dude on the grill got the TikTok. All right, yeah, and you can tune in to watch your fucking shit get cooked. Right. Holy but shit! Yeah. Should we start TikTok Grill? Peace. Where you can, where everybody, every employee live uh, stream your order. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, we got. Yeah, you got. We got table twenty seven up right now. Yeah, yeah all right. Y'all yeah, watching this? Shout roses. out to table twenty seven. Yeah, give me some roses. You want table your order? If you want your order bumped up, yeah, smash yeah. that heart. We're trying to get to ten thousand hearts. Yeah. Yeah. Before like, we share, and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Click that button. Hey, Rudy, shit. 
who doesn't we got want a game? bus <laughs> who doesn't want pov with fries yes <laughs> anybody else can watch you you live in fucking china but you're hey, you're you you're like this you just um I, I admire you just admire American restaurants and shit. Like you can watch a million angles. It's judging you, right? What is our where's our where's the most of our uh, subscribers coming from? Estonia of all yeah, places. It's the craziest Weird. thing. Do we have a restaurant out there? No. We, <laughs> yeah, we got a chain. Is this a chain? <laughs> nah, dude. We they just love us on TikTok. <laughs> so I, I I know we talked about the drug dealing, but I, I gotta go back to it because I'm just curious. You got to tell me some, 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 what are some stories, something that sticks out from your, I mean, alleged stories because this oh, is alleged stories, right? Stuff that I've seen on the wire, I'm going to tell you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, yeah. No, from the fictional book that you were writing. Right. The, well, yeah. The, oh, eh, I just think like, I think in order to be good at it, you have to be smart. Like you cannot, you have to change. You have to adapt to change. You have to adapt to the market perception. And that's what basically. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm mad because I could have, I should have sold stock like to the, to the people that I was selling, like the, the, the crackheads. I, I should have like, I should have gotten a mistake in the company. That way they would have protected, you know, like if you, if you're a drug dealer and you get the skin in, in the game. Yeah. Yes. Then that way they're looking out for you, right? This and is like, their nah, business. Yes, yeah, if he gets busted, the conglomerate goes down. So that's how you protect yourself. So yeah. I wrote a series of books on how to uh, <laughs> how to, how to, to insulate yeah. and lower, uh, <laughs> lower. <laughs> and insulate your business from uh, uh, from the inside out. Yeah, from the outside in. <laughs> I love how you're making drug dealing sound like an MLM. I love it. Like I love it. the pyramid scheme. You're at the top. Right, right, right. You're at the top. Yeah. And the funnels down. Your, you know? Then you got your crackheads, your chicken heads. You got their little. That would be great little. if you you put them all in. You put them all in a room, and they just gotta. They're like, all right. So at the end of this, we don't have to buy anything, and we all get golf clubs. We get, hey, nah, they're like, pay me, pay me. <laughs> I don't know. Can we sell these golf clubs back to you for like right. uh, some crack? Right. Hey, fuck my future, okay? <laughs> Yo, when we get them golf clubs, can I can I trade the stock in for uh for some? <laughs> right. I don't know. Can I sell my stock back just like half of it or all of it? Right. No. No. Some thing is you have to be uh you have to adapt. Like you have to change. Like for me, <laughs> the, the way I got away with it for so long was because I never really put myself out there to say, "Oh, I'm the person." I always lied to them and said someone else had it. So then that way I was like the mediator or the go-between, you know, so ah, if they're ever snitching man. on me, they're not like, they're like, he gets it from somebody, right? Yeah, I'm not anybody. So, uh, there, I mean, there's if a you ever got st- caught, you would have had to make up somebody. You're like, ah, yeah. I don't know, uh, the priest at that church. <laughs> well, that, the worst that person that's in the, the guy right there. That goes back <laughs> to his idea of selling stocks, right? Because he gets all of the stock to one crackhead who doesn't understand how this works. And then that's the that's the fall guy. It, that's the it, fall it, guy, right? It's, it's, it's you do how I remember anyway. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, sure, it was me. Whatever. Can I get some more crack? Yeah. And then the I think I I used to love it because sometimes you would do this. There used to be this thing called dope. You used to call it dopeine rentals. <laughs> so if they had like a nice house or something like that or a car, the best thing to do was use their cars to like make runs because then. 
if someone's watching you, they don't know what type of whip you're in, you know? So, but the hardest part about it is the fact that is, uh, there's no life insurance. There's no 401k plan. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's bad for your health. Cause can you imagine walking around thinking like the next moment could be the last moment? Like, oh yeah. All the time. Anybody's, everybody's coming at you. Everybody's yeah, it, like, yeah, it, yeah, it's, it happens right now where it's like I really don't trust people because I have PTSD from back then, you know. So it's like it's like every moment could be your last moment. It's like watching over your shoulder. It's like being a rapper. <laughs> it's, it's, no, it's seriously. It's... You did you did strike on a brilliant business idea though. Dope fiend rentals sounds <laughs> it's like, like airbnb but for crackheads yeah, yeah. that's the new gig economy dope fiend rentals all right i got an accurate i got a 2011 accurate legend if anybody needs i just need hey, hey. What, whatever you got yeah <laughs> but it's gonna get weirder it's like i got a i got a i got a toro weed whipper <laughs> now I uh, I can't get over. I thought Matt, you were going to say that the good business plan was four hundred one k and life insurance for drug dealers. I love that. Like, who are your beneficiaries? No, 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 no paper trail, Joe. No, no paper trail. Right. It's like poof insurance, like it's invisible, right? Look, you got to put you got to put ten k a month in to get your premium started. And then you just let that grow in the market for 20 years. And like, you know, while you're away. And then when you get out, look at you. You got this whole portfolio that we have set for you. Scare money did make money. Yeah. it's. I think that I think drug dealer 401k is a good idea. They should be investing. They should put the money into a place that they the cops can't touch it. And, yeah, but the cops gonna see the names and be like, "Okay, so who's investing this month?" Yeah. <laughs> Why is there eight pookies on this list? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, the, the premium checks come from MoneyGram. <laughs> no, JG Wentworth. Yeah, JG Wentworth. <laughs> <laughs> money and I need it now. <laughs> and a fucking work accident claim. Eight seven seven cash now. <laughs> Actually, though, you're talking about the, the selling selling stock. I want to see that Wall Street, like drug Wall Street. It kind of is. Five, five shares of cocaine. Buy five shares of cocaine. What is it called? White White Wall Street instead of Black Wall yeah. Street. <laughs> <laughs> right. Buy, 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 buy. Why did you buy so much, man? I was high. <laughs> Why'd you buy it? You bought it all. This one dude was so fucked up. I said hi, not buy. I said hi, not buy. <laughs> you saw that? Uh, that guy, he's got fucking... <laughs> he's just got Tourette's. He just keeps raising his hand. <laughs> Never take him to an auction. <laughs> How do you think I got that jiggle <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. They'll put it in the crisp. It'll stay crisp. Throw them in the freezer. <laughs> Throw him in the freezer. He'll keep. You never know when you're going to need an extra gigolo. You never know. Take him to a party. I'm taking him to the next Thanksgiving event. <laughs> <laughs> Someone got to stuff the turkey. So oh. Which you guys meet? Costco. 
I got him I on picked, sale. I picked him up at Costco. Oh, you weren't there for the Bogo Gigolo sale? <laughs> so you were working with a bunch of call centers too, right? You said you working. Yeah, I did. Oh, the, mm-hmm. the Bolo Go. <laughs> they have the Gigolos on the sample days on Saturdays. <laughs> yeah, it's the little Dixie cups with a, a hole cut <laughs> in the bottom, <laughs> like the like the the popcorn at a movie theater trick. <laughs> little dicks coming fucking popping through the hole it's a sample it's a just sample the tip. Deborah. no it's just the tip don't, don't it's take just the tip bro hey, don't take too much you've been <laughs> through three times already I recognize right. so, ma'am. you're not buying anything you, just, you don't even have a cart this is everything needs a cart you just got a handful of Dixie cups ma'am you know what I mean? Very obvious. <laughs> By the meat section. Man, are you just here for the dick tips? <laughs> Is this the dick tips? You guys, you guys don't have it today? You ran out? Yeah, <laughs> it's, ran out it's not a color, it's gray. That's what that's what the fucking <laughs> the gigolos would be. They they're not it's it's not it ain't real meat. <laughs> it's beyond meat. Yeah, it's beyond gigolo. It's, it's, black, it's, it's fucking skeet. Yeah. <laughs> it's part tofu, part fucking fucking soybean oil, and then a lot of paper mache. I know, weird, right? Fucking weird. Bunch of, and, and then some just animal dicks. It's just we just buy. They just buy animal dicks to fucking. That would be beyond the, meat. Yeah. <clears throat> Got to have more dicks. So you're, you're working in call centers, like. That that we always like the call center stories because there's always at least one wild or, or or just fucked up call that you've had to deal with. Is there any of those come to mind? Oh, there's always fucked up calls. I I've been like, who is that? Oh, some of them will feel like customer service is horrible. Some of them will feel the need to be racist on the phone, like because they know you're black. They'll try to tell you a racist joke, like right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> wait, like, wait, like, they open with that? Open with the racist jokes. You know, like, boom, this one dude just hit me with one. He hit me with the Negro one. Uh, why do black people have long legs or something like that? Or why are they tall? Because they're Negroes. And he laughed. And then I was like, oh, oh okay. How may I help you? Can I help you with anything else? I don't even know your name. Like, what's your account number? Do you no, I just need... I just need to get this off my chest. He's, I'm just out here slaying, right? Does he, you think he says that? To, did he have the joke ready for everybody, or is it no, he, probably black? Just, he probably just had it for black people. Because yeah. uh, he might just be a genius, and he's like, I'm going to try my material out on call center people. They can't hang up on me. They right, will get they in trouble. Face, they right. have to apologize when I say racist jokes. Right. They have I'm to sorry, thank man. me. You offended me, sir. Yeah, thank, thank you, sir. I I needed a good laugh today. Thank Just you. Uh, so how can I in. how can I help you with your cell phone service? <laughs> thank you well, for calling Roto Rooter. What if what if he had that just just ready to go no matter who picked up the phone yeah, no matter like, who like, calls I mean, we're gonna, just, we're gonna connect the, you to your customer service represent like the automated voice in, like, before, in you India. Can, <laughs> before you can even say anything he just said like boom right yeah there. that's that's his racist I joke got, of the day calendar I that's got, what was on there you're right he get he had a pop-up every day on google <laughs> oh. from the kkk app thank you for calling hertz <laughs> rent a car Hey, what is the like? Right. like guys walk into a bar. <laughs> so two Jews and a black guy walk yeah. into a bar, right? Like, 
What does that have to do with renting a car? Right. Uh, I didn't even ask, how can I help you? (laughs) Two Ecuadorians are fighting a bear. (laughs) I had this lady one time during a call. She goes, she said, she said, uh, I used to get a lot of females telling me to give them, like, give them my personal number or call their number. I'm like, you have to be ugly in order to be that desperate. And they'll be like, oh, you sound so good. I'm like, well, you don't know. I said, no, I said, I, I'm really ugly. I'm not handsome at all. They're like, only, only a handsome person would say that. I'm like, God damn it. There was this one lady. Conversation was great. After She was like, you're so professional. You're, you're wonderful. She was like, I have a job in my company that you might be interested in. And I, I was like, sure. So, so like, even though this call is being recorded, hey, this is our opportunity stuff. So I'm like, where is the position? She said, under my desk. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, she needed an ass instant. Yes, that's your target she demographic. She needed an for eat Bogo her ass assistant. I know it is. I was like, oh, okay. Um, Let me tell you about my side. Is there anything else I can help you with? <laughs> If there's, I'll, I'll be, uh, I'll be the feature. Uh, 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 what is it called? Sampler at uh, Costco this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> dude, it's Still a uh, dude for those girls that that you wanted to get off your back when they were like, oh, you got a nice voice. Who are you? Where you at? And you'd be like, yeah, I'm a dwarf. I live, I'm a, <laughs> I live in Kansas City. You could you you think you can help me get stuff off the high shelf? I have I have trouble <laughs> opening large you. cans. How big are your hands? Yeah, it's how big. Is- <laughs> but then you get a then uh whatever what else? I mean, like it's just it's like spinning a wheel, man. It's like what's next? Like who's next? You get those you get those and then you get those older people that don't want to get the fuck off the phone, or you'll get those people that's just depressed. So now you have to be counselor. I once talked to a guy. As soon as the conversation started, he started to bombard me with shit that was going on in his life, loss. And everything, yo. Oh, and yeah. then by the end of the call, he's crying. So I'm sensitive as hell. So I start crying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I call my manager on a three way. She start crying. I'm like, man, they're not paying me enough for this shit. <laughs> but good I thing hate is, those he calls. Commit what makes suicide? Why does that guy? Because I got, I used to work at a call center. That guy, uh, like, I got a guy like that. And it was like, the call started. How can I help you? Oh, I'm having a rough day. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Like, you know, how can I help you? Well, I got cancer. I like term, like terminal. He said terminal. terminal cancer. And I was like, how do you even resume? Ah, sorry, bro. Like, sorry um, I hope you had a good run. Like, right. are, like, are your ducks in order? Is that why? You, like, what right. can I, how can I help you with your. And why are you even caring to waste your time with me on the phone right yeah, now? Yeah, you spent 45 minutes on hold. Oh, you hold. have terminal cancer. <laughs> you spent 45 minutes of what little life you have left. Listen to. On a fucking loop like an idiot. Like, I, dude, I kind of hope that guy died. Directly after the phone call, like it's terminally. <laughs> uh, who the fuck? Who, if you had terminal cancer, how long would you spend on hold? Uh, or would you say fuck it? Or would you write a note and put it put it on your refrigerator? Like, hey, never was able if to I get go. into that life insurance company. So, y'all, if you're like if you're my son or daughter, like cleaning my house, you might want to call them. But, uh, but be prprepared to sit on hold for like an hour. Right. But maybe the general, guy, maybe the, the guy general, who has 
has terminal cancer used those last moments to tell his first racist joke because he didn't. <laughs> yeah. It's like I've always I, wanted to do this. I, I, I've, I've always, always wanted to say chest. the N-word. <laughs> off the bucket list. At that point, it's more of a fucking list. You know what? Hey, hey, and to all the Jewish people out there, <laughs> just they were like, all, damn, he went off on everybody. Oh, shit. All of his wait, like, wait, wait. suppressed racism, just so he didn't let any of it out ever, to <laughs> just to function in society as a good person, and then just, right. I ain't thinking it's that walking way. Around I got He's just walking around care. with a list, see, looking at perm- strangers, like, what are you? You, pol- you yeah. a Polak? I got no? some. Okay, all right. Hey, look, 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 look. He has a he has a uh, a terminal cancer card that get that once people get offended, he can flash it. It's the get out of jail free. Oh, oh, dying. dying. Oh. oh my goodness! You please insult me again. Oh. Please, you got one more for me. Yeah, yeah. Call me whatever you want. Here's some good ones. Wait. So, does that mean that Kanye has cancer? Oh shit. Oh, dude, I think you cracked the code. Call TMZ. It's just he has a bucket list. He's like, listen, I only, I only got. Yeah, I don't want to say something about the Jews for so long. Like it's been having this one all cocked and ready to go. You know how many tracks they had to delete on Kanye albums that were anti-Semitic? Probably they were like, actually, Kanye, he just auto-tuned his anti-Semitism. Jews will never play so. <laughs> <laughs> Take that out. They don't <laughs> like the shower. <laughs> They're taking over everything. Well, the original Stay name the of the album, the original name of the album was My Beautiful Dark Twisted Internment Camp. Yeah, it's they're like, ah, oh, hey, God. Uh, he can't go in there either. Yeah. He, wanted, he wanted to name his kids like Jewish names and shit. Like, I mean, uh, German names. Like, no, Kanye, you cannot name the baby. You no, name baby the Adolf, Adolf uh, West yeah, Jr. No. Okay, well, fucking West then. Heimler? Heimler West Jr.? He just like high steps. He just fucking high you steps around his million everywhere. dollar fucking houses. Man. Well, we all know that North's real middle name is Goebbels. So <laughs> yeah. never, never learned to say hi the right way. Like father never did. What, what type of baby says hi like that? Hi. Like what? Dude, <laughs> it would that, be so. Oh, what a little cute baby. Hi. What? <laughs> it would be so hilarious if. There's pictures that come out somewhere like of like little like fucking like six year old. Yeah, at like a at a fucking Hitler youth camp. No, I did I go too far? Yeah, you did. You canceled. God damn it, Joe. <laughs> we were we we're fine up to this point. Jigolo talk, good. Drug yeah, dealer talk, yeah. good. Good, right. Killing people, good. good. Now you gonna talk about you done fucked it up. <laughs> but I, I can't say I say one time that Kanye West is part of the fucking Hitler Youth. <laughs> Hitler Youth and like, oh, and now we're canceled. Joe, Joe cancels Zillow. <laughs> I'm surprised I haven't done it. I'm surprised I've lasted this long. I've watched lesser, I watched lesser jerks get canceled. It's because you're so charming. Yes. Yeah, you can look past that, you know. It's like he insulted me, but because I have a muppetiness. If if Kanye was more muppety, if he looked more to Kermit. You get away with it. That's it. 
Uh, Boy, do you have any other uh, uh, stories or, or jobs you want to talk about? Anything else that comes to mind? Any stories that you got you want to talk about? Uh, I work in fraud currently, so for me that's like huge. Yeah, definitely. So, so I'm more of like a, I, I, I consider myself an eavesdropper. I can't talk too much about it, but it's like a so I can basically like decipher in a two minute conversation of me listening to a call. If it's the actual person or if it's a froster, like I, I have that ear and that with, you know, know how. It's like I know the voice of a froster. <laughs> Damn. What is like, what is Wait, like the, the biggest voice case of a what? Of a fraud. Like voice someone who's trying froster. to defraud like a fraudster. Like, yeah. So you, I mean, that's kind of put, a cool gig. You can put four and four together. Like someone born in 1949 isn't calling in to um, maybe purchase. Uh, iPod with your Yeah. No, just like a $250 support from Microsoft that is coming from <laughs> India. You know? <laughs> so that you, okay, you're like, something's wrong here. Or you get those romance scams where people nowadays put everything on the internet. So these processes, what they do, they'll go and find like a vulnerable person online. And then the, what they post online, they'll then use it to create some sort of like, person that that person is needing right then and there in their life and then will basically start a relationship with them so now a woman who has money low iq low self-esteem will then start this just send money you just see like zells leaving and going to like you know where she's never done it before yeah it's like that manatee it's it's that manatee tail girlfriend scenario is that fake girlfriend Fake yep. boyfriend on the, the internet. Yep. Or you get the people who are oh the, the people who are calling and telling you uh you know how you get those calls saying oh you should pay your taxes mm-hmm. or else the, the IRS is gonna come after you but you can pay with gift cards <laughs> and then the people <laughs> go and buy gift cards, mm-hmm. gift cards. <clears throat> so that and then when the un- unemployment benefit was happening um like frosted and scammers they made so much money I was like mm-hmm. yo I'm in the wrong business and no one is doing it. <laughs> Because it was just free money. Like they were getting like 19 grand on a card and spending it. And someone's calling me, uh, yes, uh, my name is uh, Beatrice. No, your name is not Beatrice. But the customer service people are so customer service people that they're not even, they don't have that second brain to be like, maybe this doesn't yeah. make sense. They're so busy following the script. Well, when it, it's exactly. weird because, uh, you know, as a guy, as someone with my voice going, hi, I'm Beatrice. <laughs> yes. What is your date of birth, Beatrice? I don't know. Um, uh, where did you open your account? A while I'm ago. Beatrice. I'm Beatrice. I'm Beatrice. Okay, no. Beatrice. And then, depending on their English, or if they don't want to argue with you, some of them will just be like, how can I help you? <laughs> right. Because nowadays, you know, with the, <clears throat> excuse me, with the pronouns, it's kind of difficult to yeah. be like, okay, <clears throat> maybe it is Beatrice sounding like that because she probably got a name change, right? Mm-hmm. Or so like that old of- lady voices. I've had some old ladies call on the phone and I'm like, you do not uh, sound like an old lady. No. And some of them would try so hard. Like, <laughs> and then you hear the rep, like the rep is just going along with it. I'm like, you can clearly see. And they're like, uh, or, or, or some of them will be like, okay, so that person talks. The rep assists them. They'd be like, "Oh, I have, I have my, I have my brother here, and can he look at his account as well?" And the rep is like, "Yes." And then the person's voice just completely changes. Yeah, hi, no, 
Uh-huh. And they still go. They're doing they it double time. No, they don't even think like you're listening to this and like, shut up, shut up. Hey, hey, pause right now. They're it's the here. same person. They're just doing voices. Right. Bad voices. Oh, Both they do. of you that's talk hilarious. at the same time. But that's Both that's smart talk. for the fraudster who's like, oh shit, this dummy. I'm a double dip on. Uh, I'm definitely going double dip on. As a matter of fact, I got some extra cards you can check on. Yeah, hold on. Oh, oh, oh. Do you have a minute? My family just pulled up in the van. They all came. Oh, it's my. Hey, cousin. Hey, cousin Joe Jerome. Oh, hey. Hey, hey, yeah, hey Auntie, Auntie B. Oh, oh, nutty. It's the whole like, nutty oh, professor like, up in there. Oh my goodness, you brought all the cousins. Oh, it's cousin Jay, cousin John. Oh, cousin Billy. Oh, it's Billy. Like, oh my God. We have our voice oh, actor. Shit, our mute deaf cousin just came. <laughs> if you're a voice oh, yeah, actor. This is this is your scam. This is what you got to do. If you can do multiple yeah, voices. Yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah, God, Al Pacino's here! Oh, uh, <laughs> the he's doing like and you, can, and you like, get recorded, you know. I'm trying to get into my accounts. <laughs> can you please help my cousin? Oh my gosh! I can't yeah. believe all my cousins are here. Or sometimes what they'll do is they'll call a customer, the, place the person on hold, and then call into the bank, and then just basically listen. Or they'll throw like a malware on someone's computer. And these people, you won't believe them. They'll be, the, the Microsoft one is the one that kills me because it's like they're going after – I don't like it when they go after the elderly. Because it's like these people have worked all their lives to save their money, and then now someone is just coming in and trying to swoop it away from them. And then most people think like because, oh, it's FDIC insured. Not if That's... you're willingly giving it to um, Umbutu, who is uh, needing his visa so he can come here and swoop you off your feet. <laughs> hey, man, there's a lot of Nigerian princes, and they all have some money for you, okay? I'm one, too, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, true story. True story, Boyama. Last night, we got a scam call at my restaurant that I work at. This guy calls. And he sounded really, he's trying to sound tough and angry. And he's like, hey, yo, you hit my car. And I'm like, this is a restaurant. It's a rest- <laughs> he goes, no, you did. You know what you did. You know what you did. You hit my car. I want my money. And I'm like, no, I didn't. He goes, yeah, you put your number on my windshield. You're going to come and pay. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to come pay me for this. And I'm like, okay, bye. Click. But like, I know that like, like someone's like, yeah, that's a scam call. That's just yeah. someone trying to like intimidate somebody out of a, he's just, he's just cold. whatever you got. He's just cold calling. Yeah. He's cold calling. But like, we, we're like, I, I, I answered with the name of the restaurant and he's like, you hit my car. I'm like, I'm the bartender. There's he's just no starting. Else. He's just starting scam. You know? Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's working he's, his way up. That's why he's, he's working on a Saturday. <laughs> Dude, he's now there. You have to cold call for a while before you start getting the hot leads. Yeah, (laughs) it's either that or he's in scam school and they haven't worked their way up to real calls yet. They have to scam, try to scam restaurants, scam businesses, right? Yeah, first you scam businesses. You got to train on businesses. Then you restaurants first. They're not right, gonna look. Voice. They're not gonna fall for the scam, but that's not the point. It's okay. You're just trying to work on your lines, and you keep hammering. The more stages you do, the more comfortable you become. 
Yes. You got to at least scam 13,000 times before you're a professional <laughs> scammer. Hey, 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 you, you have the scams you don't shoot for. Okay? But it, was, it was just it was ridiculous. And he also he did it with the with like we could see on the caller ID. It said withheld number. It name, it said. No, it said withheld. Yeah. At least they were smart enough real? to. Yeah. So that's like, funny. That is, yeah. We're just like, uh, okay, just bye. Cold calling on burner phones. <laughs> or, or you listen to those calls because that's it's the fun part is listening. So this guy kept calling the call center. He was talking to females, and he had a story. His story was that he found out that he's an African prince, and he had to travel from Detroit to go back to Africa. But they're treating him like a king and everything there. But they need to do like a penis reduction surgery in order for him. <laughs> what? In order for him to take the throne, the crown isn't big enough for his right. giant dick. So they have to. Right. So they they can't make it. the crown bigger. So they they can't make his African his king dick crown bigger. <laughs> so they have to make his American African this king penis funny. smaller. Right. So now he's calling the transfer of money so that they have the surgery done. But the funny thing about it is, like, as soon what, as where does he get the surgery done? This is not at the Mayo. It's being done in Africa. <laughs> this, oh, it's being done in Africa. Oh, where all the pe- good penis reduction surgeries right. are. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we all know it's about like the a, infamous Kenyan penis reduction. That's uh, yeah, so I've heard, right there I've heard in of the tribes that shrink heads, but I didn't hear right. about hey, this tribe. That is shrinking heads. <laughs> they got a fucking the voodoo the voodoo fucking guy in the has like a whole necklace full of little dicks (laughs) (laughs) he's wearing them around his neck like he's a vietnam vet with ears and my dick was all this it's all like a ankle Hey, at least it's not in his lips, though. You know, the with the plate? Like, he oh. just got the the plate with the dicks on it. Yes! <laughs> I said penis reduction, not removal. You gave me you voodoo the vagina on me. <laughs> hey, it was a uh, miscommunication. Oh, sorry. I thought you were queen. <laughs> Your interpreter fucked up. He said ah. you were supposed to be queen. Oh. <sighs> Right. Oh, you came in to get your appendix out. Oh, oh, like, I'm sorry. I looked at the wrong chart. Good news. Good news oh, my penis reduction. I had that at two o'clock in my iPad. Like, I am so sad. Like, my, uh, my Classic assistant makes is up. such a cunt. Right. It happens all the time. Well, boy, but we don't just talk about medical malpractice. Uh, African medical malpractice. <laughs> Fair enough. African medical malpractice, uh, scam calls, or, uh, or, or, or gigolos on this podcast. No, um, we at the Alpha Service Podcast, we also exist to battle the scourge that is known as Karens. Okay. But before we go into our next segment, uh, Boima, we always like to ask our guests, how would you define a Karen? I would define a Karen as someone who needs to basically get a free name change. If your name is Karen and you're not a racist, I think you should go in and you get a one-time free name. You get to change your first name. Yeah, who do you want to be? I want to, I've always felt like a Bethany. You're a even Bethany now, now. Even now on dating sites, I see Karen. I'm like, nope, swipe ah. left. <laughs> swipe left. I don't want this. 
I know, I know, uh, Karen, uh, who I, I swear we talked about, I thought we talked about this on the show. Why, where, maybe I don't even know the Karen. She changed her name to Ren. Yeah. No, that was a, that was one of our guests talked yeah. about. That, that was one of the guests. Yeah. It's yeah. to Ren. I don't, she goes by I don't Ren. blame her. Yeah. I think, uh, a Karen, I don't know. I don't know where that even started. Like was the first person to ever ask for a manager or be a racist. It, it started in the asshole. restaurant industry because we, they figured out what calling a guest a see you next Tuesday meant. Okay. So we started like colloquially yep. calling people Karens. It's like the the Karen things existed actually since like the early 2010s. Oh, it didn't for real? it didn't get picked up until like the late 20 teens. But uh, again, we at the Office Service Podcast we 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 battle the scourge that is known as Karens. So each and every week we find different Yelp reviews, Google reviews, Facebook reviews. Sometimes they're tweets or handwritten notes, and it's a segment we call the Karen of the Week. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my God, Karen. Oh my God, Karen. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my God, Karen. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my God, Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my God, Karen. Oh my God, Karen. Oh my God, Karen. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my God, Karen. Each and every week. Fellow contributor, former third mic, comedian, and general saint of a human being, Rebecca Wilson dramatically reenacts one of these Karen complaints. And here is Rebecca with the Karen of the week. When the hired help doesn't care about you, what good is the restaurant? I recently dined at the bar and was on my way to an enjoyable experience until I got to the fries. I asked the bartender to send my fries back and to get a new order. They were way overcooked. Ten minutes later, with my meal nearly over, I reminded her I was still waiting. It became painfully clear that she or the cook had dropped the ball. At that point, she told me it was the cook's fault. No worries. She would buy me my glass of wine. The bottom line? The bartender had no interest in helping me and could care less. Finally, the new fries came and I had already finished my meal. I happen to like their fries, but only when they can be eaten along with the rest of my meal, not as a dessert. However, I don't like being overlooked. Excuses aren't acceptable. Servers need to be advocates. Sadly, this one was too busy laying blame on others when she was the only person who could really make a difference. My $80 meal was far from enjoyable. Neither was the experience. Okay, I I have a question real quick uh, to start us off. Uh, Who calls uh, restaurant staff hired help? She used the phrase hired help. The hired help here. Right, yeah, that's a that's a racist that's a slave connection. phrase. Yeah, <clears throat> it's underhanded. That's yeah. a that's a that, that's a servant servant phrase. Dog yeah. whistle, uh, very much. Yeah, so. she uh she covert. She's a covert racist. <laughs> yes, she calls call centers and, and and tells jokes right off the bat. Tells at the beginning. <laughs> this was gonna be a doozy, MCI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a one star review because. The first, remember, the first fries were cooked. They're just too crispy. Right. They're too crispy for her. She likes them to be about a mid, about a, she likes a medium fry. 
Maybe, maybe, Thank maybe. you for calling Costco customer service. Uh, hey, yeah. Uh, good morning. Uh, what do you call a black man in a tornado? <laughs> and then they just blurt out the N word and hang up. Like, ah, ha, ha. Now I'm going to go complain about fry service at a restaurant. Yeah. Now I got, I got to go do some yelping. That was the warm up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's the, the, the 20 minutes of cardio before you start lifting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But they you just start their day every day the same way. Just you know, they get a cup of coffee, they make their oatmeal, they, yeah, uh, the they yeah, they they look at the newspaper, they they watch the birds outside and the lake and the the sun come up, and then they they call customer service all day and tell racist jokes to different customer service uh, employees. Yeah, and take a fifteen minute break in between. You know, <laughs> yeah, and that fifteen minute Hippa, break Hippa, at, Hippa at the restaurant. Yeah, at the restaurant. They want their fries. You, you're not a server. You're a fry advocate. Right. I had a half hour for lunch in between. I had a bunch of racist phone calls to make after lunch. And I like. She said. She said. Well, I, 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 the fries were good, but I like to eat the fries with my meal. Not a dessert. Fries aren't a dessert. Dessert. Yeah, they are. Put some ice cream on them. Yeah. <laughs> You've never Real dipped good. into some soft serve. Right. <laughs> I, but that's that's bad, yo. Like yeah. she could have kept that to herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, and here I thought a Karen was just a racist person, so a Karen is just an asshole. Yeah, kind of like just anyone who's gonna like they, they like leave a one star review, and then like throwing the server, the, sorry, the help under the bus, <laughs> under the bus, and like especially because like, like he's I, gonna see. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it just it just it just it just it boggles the mind because she she knows. That it was probably the cook's fault. It was probably it was the cook's fault that they were overcooked, whatever. But then, like yeah. to sit there and like, oh, I'm sorry, that server didn't have anything else to do, no other tables to take care of. They right. had to sit make in the sure back, them. like, Are you, you guys done with those fries yet? Are you done with yeah, those fries? You done with those sure, fries? Hey, let me make sure them joints are good. Yes. Not this. I say I think the restaurants should be, you know, like, all right, bitch, you want to say bad shit? No more fries. Heard you like our fries, True. but you don't or- like them as a dessert. Well, fuck you. No, no fries for you. Super. Or we start a website where uh, we rate where the restaurants get to rate. Yeah, yeah. You're a dick, sir. <laughs> I remember you. Johnny, and John they just—they don't even remember their names. They just remember the percent they t- got tipped yeah. by. Yeah, yeah. all right, seven percent. Four numbers in the last four numbers of their credit cards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh the name of that site's called Help.com. <laughs> Instead of Yelp, yeah, see that you know how much it is to get a four-letter <laughs> domain name nowadays. It's gonna help backwards. You good? Yeah, I'm on. I'm, I'm kind of. I'm pro de- fry, uh, French fry desserts. We need. We need more French fry-based dessert options. Dessert fries. I, that sounds delightful. Instead of salt, maybe you throw some cinnamon sugar on it. You dip it into some cinnamon. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Awesome. I'm going to drop some knowledge on you guys right oh, now. Some there's, ice cream. A, there's a fantastic uh, drive through only burger shack uh, here in Bismarck, and there's also one in Minot. It's called Burger Time. I've got one here in St. Cloud, too. Do you have one? Yeah, it's like five blocks from my house. Oh, amazing. Okay. So Burger Time, like a Chick-fil-A, is is a, a Jesus fast food place. So but, they're closed on Sundays? Yes, they are. And to their credit, those Jesus people just typically make great fast food. I don't know if there's a subscription. 
hidden scripture in the Bible giving away or great they, recipes. How they pray on that? Ingredients, ingredients, <laughs> ingredients 513. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like halal so, meat. It's been prayed on. They like, they gather around it and they yep. say grace. Do you not know how delicious so, homophobia is? Right. So <laughs> these guys have dessert fries and oh. they call them, yes, they call them funnel fries where they take funnel cake batter and f- and do like little short Spurs. squirts into the oil. So they come out like fries and they put them in a little fry carrier and hit them with like a bunch of like powdered sugar and, or cinnamon and sugar. Oh, okay. I know what I'm doing tomorrow. Funnel fries are incredible. Okay. Yeah. And now I want all my fries for dessert. Yeah. Right. Now I want a review. Yeah, yeah, boy, but we're stuck down here in Minneapolis with no no burger right, time. No right. You go to, hey, to, to St. Cloud. It's right there. We we'll have to just we'll run up to St. Cloud. Yeah, you we'll can, make our own. If you actually came and visited me, Joe, you, we could go together. Go up okay, a little then. early. Hit Burger Time. Do the Keller on a Wednesday. Yeah, much, there we go. <laughs> much like complaining that your fries were just a little too crispy sometimes we have to ask ourselves gee why did it fail why did it fail everything was squared away everything was squared away i had my plan written down i had my plan written down i thought i was here to stay i thought i was here to stay now i have to figure out why gee why did it fail gee why did it fail is a segment we do every week where we look at different restaurants uh, (laughs) menu items uh, we look at uh, we look at it all, and we ask ourselves, why do you think that didn't work out? And uh, if you've been a frequent listener, uh, you'll know that the uh, over the last basically since we switched over to Zoom, we've mainly done commercials, and actually, like the last year, I don't think we've done anything but training videos. And this week is no different, and we're staying on that Pam a- Pan Am shit again. There's, wow! Oh, a treasure trove. Uh, do you Thanks, know, Pan Am. Boy, are you are you familiar with Pan Am Air? Yeah, I've flown yeah. it before. I used really? to get as well. Yeah. Wow. So P- Pan Am, you know, no, like I'm just fucking around. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. You could have been a child because it was like it, it folded in the no, late uh, early '90s. But uh, no, I actually did fly. I flew that. I think my first time in going into uh, West Africa, going back to Liberia when I was a baby. Oh. That's when I flew. I think yeah, I think I flew a uh, Pan Am seven forty seven. Damn. Well, maybe maybe you'll recognize some of the outfits then. Uh, <laughs> so we found a treasure yeah, I remember trove. Her. I stuck her titty. Hey. <laughs> so, hey, it was yeah. in flight. I was a baby. My mother wasn't there. That was Somebody the in-flight meal. In-flight in in wet nurse. Right. <laughs> well, we've learned how to deal with smokers. We've learned how to deal with people who are trying to get bumped up to first class. Oh, yeah, uh, we've learned how to deal with angry connections because that guy needed to be in Belgium. What's for a million dollar deal? Yeah, Let's put some waffles, man. Yeah, this week we're gonna learn how to deal with somebody. If you're this is for this is a specific training video for the stewardesses uh, when someone sits in your jump seat. Uh, you know, the jump oh. seat is where the the stewardesses right. have to deal with uh, a cus- You know, like that's People where they don't want to commit suicide. Yeah, it's like the turbulence. Oh. No, it's the turbulence. It's a suicide. No, I know. We all we all know planes have that one suicide seat, right? Right. Jump. Well, I know what you're talking about. Down on jump seat. 
Now I'm just thinking of the 21 Jump Street theme song. See, I was going to go with Van Halen's Jump. Yeah. Just jump. jump. Might as well jump. Um, so this is about some, this is a, a customer, a, 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 someone who's flying on, on a Pan Am flight decided to jack this, this, this flight attendants. Cause seat. they like the seat. Why would someone sit in the seat? Well, we're going to, we're going to find out. Yeah. And it's this week's, uh, G it's wanted the beverage. He wanted to be close to the beverage. He wanted to be close to the, yeah. Beverage service. Drunk. Oh. You can't smoke here. This is my seat. Oh, I was just going to finish my cigarette. Now. Oh, what a cranky bitch. <laughs> well, you can't smoke here. Like I said, this is my jump seat. Regulations prohibit passengers from sitting here. They'll have to find someplace else. Don't be ridiculous. On my last flight, the flight attendants didn't have any problem with my sitting here. I don't care about your last flight, and the flight attendants were wrong anyhow. Like I said, this is my seat. You'll have to find someplace in the back. Can you say please? Can you say smoking section? I don't care for your attitude. <laughs> Really oh. are, what is your name? What's your name? My name's not important. By the time I get through with you, you won't have a job, much less a seat. I'm going to speak to the purser. I'm so worried. Okay. The purser? Go and I... speak to the purser. Mm-hmm. This I, lady's I... the shit. <laughs> I want this one yeah. to be my attendant, man. She's definitely not. And then, dude, I love this bitch because then, like, afterwards, she just sat down and just took a nap. Right. That's she went directly to sleep. <laughs> you go she serve them coffee. Like you, to, you go serve them people since you want to sit in my seat. Yeah. What am I in my seat? I also find out hers and go sit down in that. Oh my ass, God. Did you say smoking section? <laughs> I love that. I will say this, though. Do you notice that? She has good posture. This does not even look like the inside. It looks like they literally just hung up two curtains and put like one of the flight seat. It looks yeah. like the debate stage for yeah, like, uh, yeah, Republican versus Purple. Democrat. Yeah, red and blue. Wow, like, what really? What were they trying to do here? They weren't even trying at this point. No, the acting is horrible too. It's just a oh, yeah. single seat right there. Right. <laughs> this is. Put but a you chair can there see where the curtains. curtain ends on the left. It's not even it's a real black. seat. Yeah. It's like a plastic chair. And they just stuck like it looked like some padding cushions on it, <laughs> right? <laughs> like a lawn, like a lawn chair or something like that. Just like, what Usually they need the back of the plane is right there. <laughs> Look like they took two coolers and stacked them like this. <laughs> <laughs> two cooler lids. Okay. Uh, two things. One. Uh, we because Boima hasn't been uh hasn't seen the other videos. We we really think they actually just took stewardesses on their day off and just like, hey, do you want to make a few extra bucks? You, you ever wanted yeah, to be an do actress? Not seem like actors right. and you actresses. Ever, you ever wanted to give attitudes? Yeah, right. And then secondly, um, yeah, this is definitely a soundstage. <laughs> like if you it just everything about like, where, have you ever been in a plane and there's that much like headroom and. And right. <laughs> they they were able to stand straight up and just walk around. Right. <laughs> right. All right. So book my head on everything. So our flight attendants a, just where that curtain is, there should be a bathroom. Right? Right. A bio. Or or one of those trays that they push around. Mm-hmm. Right. The beverage station. Yeah. Maybe right. this was prior to all that being invented. 
So when you were on a Pan Am flight, did it look like that though? <laughs> that what I don't remember. I was a really, I was titty baby. I was like real, like young. I was like baby baby. Like yeah, I got you were shipped. still. They still had to kick you out of that jump seat for smoking. <laughs> you know you're not supposed to be smoking back here, bitch. I'm going back to Liberia. I'm gonna right, need yeah, like, like light me up. Right, mind your business, all right. <laughs> so speaking of mind your business, now she's she's kicked out the the errant customer. She's drinking her coffee and just having a having a little having a little resty in this. Let's see, let's see where we're seeing this. <laughs> Plus, goes. I called quack quack seat back, bitch. Get the hell out of here. Quack quack seat back. I dibs it, okay. <laughs> Linda, oh. did you have an argument with one of our passengers? Well, there was a lady sitting here in my jump seat smoking, and I told her she wasn't allowed to sit here. I mean, really, it's an FAR, and besides that, I can't stand cigarettes. Hold on, pause. Pause. This the stewardess is doing what they do to the bad passengers. Yeah, and Crouch get down. down on her knee. Why wouldn't you be like, hey, you're doing the thing. You're doing the thing. Hey, to stop me. doing the thing. I took that training too, bitch. Right. Don't fucking angry. Don't get on my me. level. Right. <laughs> Stand up, you fucking bitch. Don't do that. I do this with my three-year-old all the time. <laughs> I'm going to get down on your level. Right. I'm make eye contact. I'm going to use my hands a lot. Stop using your hands, bitch. I stop know that. Fucking- I know that voice. I use that voice. Okay. I get it. I don't know if you're aware of it, but it's not an FAR, nor is it against company policy to allow a passenger to sit and use your jump seat in flight. It's not? It's not. It's it's your prerogative, whether or not you want somebody to use your jump seat, because this is your assigned seat. It's the only seat you have. And so the option is up to you. Well, if it's my option, then I don't want anybody to sit here. I mean, you're right. It is my seat, particularly in the event of turbulence or something like that. And not only that. I can't stand the cigarette smoke. I don't want anybody sitting here if they're smoking. I can understand that there's a lot of people who do not like cigarette smoke. There's a lot of people who don't like cigarette smoke. And you probably should just be a secretary on the ground. (laughs) Although they could smoke in offices back then too, Joe. Oh, yeah. Then you should have just been a toll employee on the ground. They used to smoke in hospitals back then. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, that's wild. I'm pretty to think sure about. the doctor that was at the hospital was was smoking while he was push. Yeah, but I dropped some cigs on the baby. Uh, you ash on the baby's head, nurse. We need a wipe. I ashed on the baby's head. Got again. that ashtray on the pregnant mother's belly. Yeah, push. It helps. Ash and... It helps with the baby. Licking that cigarette. It helps with the breathing. Let's go. Do you like this for me? <laughs> I'm over here breathing. Nurse, I, I need uh, I need help with the gown and a, and a light, please. Nurse, scalpel. Scalpel. Light. Other light. <laughs> can you douse my, can you, can you damp off my, can you dry off my face and then relight my a new cigarette, like please? Thank you, nurse. Hey, ash, ash for me. And uh, nurse, can I get a whiskey water while you're over there? Thank you. Anyone Push else got some extra doing, Paul malls? You're I doing good. Just keep pushing. Mall. I'm out of cigarettes. Someone go buy me some while he's open. Stat. All right. <laughs> Nurse, bring yeah. me back some Takis. Get in a, <laughs> swing by the pharmacy and pick me up a pack. <laughs> yeah, go down to the pharmacy. <laughs> he's the sell down at the pharmacy. <laughs> Put it on my account. <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> go to the gift shop, but don't let them give you the ones from up here. They I tell them it's for Dr. So and so. Like I'm I get down here. They give me the one hundreds. They don't sell one yeah, hundreds to everybody. I get I get the fucking Carolina tax stamp cigarettes. <laughs> right. I said the option is up to you. However, the passenger was more upset in the way she was approached rather than the fact that she wasn't allowed to use your jump seat. Well, she was rude to me. She did ask me for your name, and she asked me for mine. You didn't give it to her, did you? It is our obligation if a passenger asks us for our name for us to give it to them. It would have been better if you would have given it Right? I thought, we're the same team, Deborah. Right. You just got fucked, bitch. You, now I... Security will be waiting uh, in the uh, San Diego airport when we land, and they're going to escort you. They have a box for the shit that you brought on the flight. We're going to need you to take off that outfit. Yeah, we need your scarf, your stupid scarf. You can't drink drink for free no more. Give me that cup. (laughs) Your (laughs) shitty scarf. Yeah, we need you. Please leave your styrofoam cup here. That's actually company property. We're gonna need you to leave your smock and gun. Yeah, <laughs> your disgusting shirt with that stupid. What? What is that? How? What does that even do? What is that doing there on the arm? It's a, is there a button there? Does she roll that up? Is, are, is I think that, that was just cigarettes? the design. Do you? Yeah, that's that's where you a, roll it up, and that's where your cigs go. That's a slip. <laughs> so now what we, a well, I'm going to document the incident, and I suggest that you do the same thing. I'm not assessing blame. I don't know what it, what happened here, but I do suggest that you keep a copy of it for your records. Like what? Uh, write it on a fact report. Write down what happened from, from your point of view. Okay. And one, one other thing. I would like to suggest that if, the, if something like this ever occurs again, rather than getting involved in an argument with a passenger, please come and get one of the pursers. That's one of the reasons that we are here. Okay. Purser. I guess you're right. So, I what do you do for work? I'm a purser. And I don't know. I guess is that early HR? Is that kind of like a, or is like, is that like, is that like the, the concierge for the plane? A plane concierge? I would, I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> yeah. We only got a minute left. We got this. All right. Smoking, anyhow, and maybe I just overreacted. And I could have, I, I could have come to get you. It would have been easy enough. I'm sorry, yeah. So, do you think I should go talk to her? I think it's a good idea. Right. But but when you do, please approach her very carefully. She's very upset about what what happened, but I do think it's a good idea. Flight attendant then goes and takes that cup of coffee and just throws it right in her face. Okay, like, here, hold on. A purser is the person a purser is the person on a ship principally responsible for the handling of money on board on a modern merchant ship. Purser is the officer responsible for all administration, including the ship's cargo and passenger manifests and supply. Frequently, the cooks and stewards answered to the purser as well. They were also called the pusser in British naval slang. The pusser. But they kept kept getting fucked, so they... uh... Yeah, (laughs) right in their pussers. You just spread your legs and let me see that hairy little pusser. You're a filthy animal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a fat little pusser. You're a filthy animal, Joe. <laughs> they don't call them pursers anymore. 
Uh, they're actually now referred to as the cabin manager or the chief flight attendant. Oh, cabin oh, manager. Never seen her before. But so I can sit in their seats. Good to know. It's <laughs> just cold, like uh, <laughs> yeah, not no, not I since nine eleven. They changed that since nine eleven. I can sit on a pilot's lap. <laughs> let me talk to your purser. Yeah, let me see the purser. The purser just puts the fucking nine eleven suit on you. The little straight, the air straight jacket. <laughs> They're calling the purser. The purser is now known as the uh, the, air the, marshal. The, the, yeah, that's exactly. You gonna get shot. <laughs> Just duct taped to a seat. All right, let's do your thing. Okay. Give me a couple of minutes to just okay. take a couple deep breaths and I'll go apologize. Okay. And oh my God. then she lights up and smokes a cigarette. Okay. All right. Bitch, if you need a couple of deep breaths to go and apologize, you don't need to apologize. Kyrie Irving. Could you just go back ten seconds or five seconds to where she walks away? And like pats her on the, the shoulder like an asshole and walks away. Okay. Yeah, right. Pat, pat, like an ass. Uh, where is she walking Where is she to? going? Exactly. Where is she going? She walked five feet towards the camera and took a hard left. What fucking plane are they on? They're not even trying <laughs> to be on a plane. They Air Force One. Up. They put a shitty... They put the, you're, I, I think you're right. I think they did put two fucking igloo cooler tops on a fucking plastic bench and they just let this dumb bitch alright I think you, you have enough scarves be a little more of an asshole imagine yep. there's coffee in this plain cup <laughs> don't sip too much it's called Dude. acting Deborah. figure it out ever heard of it ever heard of it I wonder what they pay. I wonder okay what so this one was though. a twist usually it's all about shitty customers this one was about a shitty employee and With how do you deal with another a fellow employee being an asshole? Who is shitty? You gotta get on your knees and you gotta pat him on the arm. But there's no difference. You're doing exactly the same thing you train that employee to do to shitty customers. So I'm surprised how, that video. The employee, the employee is actually a customer. Mm-hmm. In real life, that would have never played out because they would have been like, "Stop doing that." Stop doing the thing that you, they told us in training to do with our hands. Hey, uh, Don't touch me. It. Don't you fucking pat me on the shoulder, you bitch. Hey, hey, <laughs> this is how it actually would have started. Man, did you just get in an argument with that motherfucker over there? You wouldn't believe what that motherfucker came and told me talking about came back here and sat in your seat. This is your fucking seat. Exactly. Girl, you lucky it wasn't, you lucky it wasn't me. I would have kicked that motherfucker off this flight. <laughs> if that was me, I would have kicked her off this flight. If that was me, I would have put her in the other jump seat. You know what I mean? You know? Right. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Now let's go serve these cheap drinks and cigarettes on this flight. <laughs> uh, this, is, uh, this has been a good episode, but I think it's time we 86 the podcast. But before we go, yeah, I gotta we- go haunt somebody. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you thought spooky I would make season a great ghost. <laughs> Boom! Yeah, it's, it's a good time to do it. Hey, Joe, did I scare back. you, Joe? Hey, are you scared by me? That's an old reference. The, the ghost of Joe Cocazello is one of the oldest references on this podcast. Back when we used to record <laughs> at the Comedy Bunker in Arden Hills. That's the ghost. As the, you, you haunt there. Uh, no, boy, my last, uh, the last segment on the podcast is one that we call uh, Human Yelp Reviews. That's where you, okay. Boy Freeman, you get to review the podcast. Uh, you okay. can use a five-star metric, or as many stars okay. as you want. Five is good, right. but as many as you want. You can either okay. review the show as a whole, or you can just do the uh, individually. 
um, okay. and whatever you want to do. All right. Well, first of all, I like to tell a racist joke real quick. No, <laughs> no actually, I had a blast. I had a blast. I give it a uh, shit a hundred stars. Um, you know, uh, yeah, it was fun. It's uh, I, I like the way you corral everyone because Joe would just keep going if you let him go. <laughs> like a hundred years of, <laughs> like a hundred years of uh, back and forth if he, if you let him go. He talked to himself. <laughs> Uh, so that's good. I like how you bring things back. Um, I like how you center it. You know, I like how you do callbacks as well. Um, and it's, it's, it was fun. And I kind of like the the synergy where it's like everyone isn't talking at the same time. For some reason, it was like a delicate dance that I didn't know we were doing. And I just learned to dance. <laughs> it's easy to dance. Where is he, dance partners? Yeah, so I'll give it a, uh, you know, yeah, I give it a, a huge star. I'm, uh, I'm definitely going to leave more than one review in various frog names. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't more of our guests do that? God He's damn. picked <laughs> up the essence of the show. Oh, look, Al Ray. Pacino's leaving a review. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> this show has a great ass. <laughs> Where did you You fuck. <laughs> no, I loved it. It's just the speech from uh, any given Sunday. <laughs> Is the review? <laughs> you gotta push. You gotta read it in your Denzel voice. Yeah, the the uh, one of the reviews you. is like five stars, but it's asking for money for his African prince penis reduction. <laughs> <laughs> I still think a fucking the penis Imagine. reduction surgeon voodoo voodoo guy <laughs> with the little shrunken dicks on his necklace. Yeah. Uh. Uh, Boima, how do people follow you? Uh, I'm on uh, IG as just Boima, J-U-S-T-B-O-I-M-A. Um, I'm on Twitter as Scotty Trippin. Uh, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh no, and then I, I don't do Facebook. Um, but yeah, that's it. You can follow me in real life. I don't mind looking over my shoulder and wondering who the fuck is that. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, you can you're follow be, me in real life, be, just uh, not too closely. To be fair, you you know you, they're not. It's hard to follow you because you're you're driving all those different people's vehicles because you know. Right, I got DFR. <laughs> I got the DFR. <laughs> uh, Joe, how do people follow you? Uh, photographizing on Instagram. Uh, there's a new podcast uh, coming out with uh, my girl. Uh, is uh, is uh, we're over here now. We're we're over here. We're over here now. And we were over there, and now we're over here. We're over here now. Uh, <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. You're just throwing, throwing it, it in. I'm throwing it in there. Uh, yeah, dude. I like. Uh, yeah, just. I, dude. I had so much fun. I like. This was a boy. It was great to see you. Let's fucking hang. It's like, dude. I found out there's a Burger Time boy. It's in West St. Paul. Oh, let's I live fucking... West. Hey, come on. Let's go. I have no yeah. idea. Dude. All right. Perfect. Fries. I'm gonna put the dogs in the car. It's. <laughs> It's a drive-through only. Perfect. But it's even better. Yeah, we'll eat in the parking lot like men. What is it called now? Burger time. Burger time. Okay. And we're gonna go get some French fries for dessert. I'm just uh, here for that. Nate, how do people follow you? <laughs> uh, you can follow me at Nathan Smezard on Facebook and Twitter, and N Smezard on Instagram. Uh, yeah, the I. I'm doing shows out here in Bismarck. 
shows. Good shows. Had uh, I just realized though, the last Thursday of every month doesn't work well in November. Oh, weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It happens to be Thanksgiving Day. So yeah, well, I, I'm looking to do uh, the next one. Should be coming up in in December. Then we'll we'll Wonderful. nix the November show. <laughs> you're not gonna you're, you're just like Walmart and Target. Nate's Mesrud is closed on Thanksgiving evening. Yeah, for, right. employees. for, for the families yeah. and workers. Nate's for the kids. Nate's for the kids. <laughs> That's right. I want that on a T-shirt. <laughs> Nate's for the kids, which is a photo of your smiling face. Uh, you could follow me. I am uh, Matt Doima on Facebook and Instagram. I am at Chubby Waiter on Twitter, as I believe in truth and advertising. As for me, uh, for my promotions, obviously, every single Wednesday night at the basement of the Red Carpet Night Club in St. Cloud, Minnesota, at the Keller Bar, I host the Keller Comedy Open Mic. It is a show that the doors open at 8. The show starts at 9-ish, because uh, a good comedy show never starts on time. Uh, so we do that every week. Uh, coming up, I do have a couple uh, shows to plug on the 19th of November. Uh, I am featuring for Day Peace at uh, the Silly Beaver Comedy Show uh, here at the Beaver Island Brewing Company here in St. Cloud, Minnesota. I am going to be uh, uh, featuring doing a 25-minute set uh, beyond that. Uh, all of the money from that show is going to go to local foster kids so that they can have uh, uh, they can also get gigolos uh, for Christmas this year. Because the kids they need they need those gigolos they do it's uh it's for the children like Nate the children. <laughs> it's, it's it's the Nate Smezrud of TV show or I mean of a uh, comedy show yeah the Smezrud's kids that's kind of like is that kind of like Antonio Cromartie you know it's like Jerry's kids they all have uh yeah. <laughs> all have, has, uh, he has twelve kids from twelve children it's just he's fielding his own football team. <laughs> He's, he's, That's how you build an empire and a legacy. He's That's trying right. to be the yeah. he's trying to be the Nick Cannon of uh, Bismarck. Muhammad Ali, <laughs> Jordan, Shaq, they all got lots of kids. You gotta pass on. They got one of them out to be good at something. Yeah. <laughs> it's a numbers game. Uh right. beyond that, on uh Black Friday, uh when you're done whoa, trampling whoa, whoa, people. Whoa, 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 hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. whoa. whoa, whoa. <laughs> African American Friday. Friday. (laughs) I'm going to be in the most African American place I can think of a kombucha lounge in Brainerd, Minnesota. Oh wow! Okay, I'm I'm headlining a show. Yeah, they still say black. They don't. They 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 haven't even gotten a Black Friday yet. They still say N word Friday. Brainerd, stopping it. Day is so long. (laughs) No, but I'm going to be at the Yashir Kombucha Lounge in Brainerd, Minnesota. Uh, I am I'm headlining a show there with a former guest, James Thompson. Brainerd, it's not a. So come out to that. Uh, it's okay, we gotta cut that. That's that's so ridiculous. Uh, oh, oh, you think I'm not? What do you think edits? This I show? I now I think I that's the one time I think I'm gonna, you're gonna get me to say I, I just made like, myself hold uncomfortable. On, on. I'm gonna edit. I'm gonna edit that part out. But I'm gonna say this: awful history was made. It only took 120 some episodes. I've never walked for anything Joe to back have a buyer's me. remorse clause. Awful history. I've never I've I've spoken about every race. I've walked nothing back. And even he's like, ooh, that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the comedian I, in me was impressed, but the black in me was imp- was oppressed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joe, get that put on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, <it's- laughs> 
uh, follow the podcast at Awful Service Pod across all platforms. Uh, send us your stories of Karen's of the week, or if you know some other fun training videos, send it to uh, at Awful Service Pod at gmail.com. Uh, Boima, it was a pleasure. You, you were phenomenal. Thank you so much for Thank doing you. the show. Oh, you're more than welcome. Appreciate you guys. You guys should probably do a mock one where it's like shoot it in like an old style video and have it be for a training service. For, for <laughs> whatever oh, they do a podcast training video. We're going to cut that out yeah. because that's a good fucking idea. <laughs> now, um, <laughs> and as always, Get make that sure. Money. Fuck that pusser. <laughs> you know what? As always, uh, this is the first and only episode where Joe walked something back. <laughs> <laughs> you'll never hear that again. You'll never hear that, and you'll never hear that again. <laughs> you'll never hear either of those things. And have a good day. Hey, I recorded it. I'm selling it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to count the till. Sweep the floors and mop the spills. Say good night. Dispose of the trash and turn out the light. Tell me. Lock the door.